What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I have a very valuable guest zooming all the way in from the UK. Her name is Lucy Rivers. She's the CEO and founder of, oh, I'm sorry, Rivers Resume Services. I got a little caught up there, but I corrected myself. Sorry. But Lucy, thank you so much for joining me. I know it's a little bit late there in the UK. Will you introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background and all that all those great things. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I've not really done a podcast before. I'm really, really excited. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm Lucy Rivers and I'm from England, obviously. It's very late here, as you said. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so it's yes, time I'm for a glass of wine, right? Is it past that point? Like some wine? Or I can't even be past that point. Yes, uh, I'm from England, uh, but I actually spent a lot of my childhood abroad. I grew up uh, between ages five and 15. I was in the Middle East um, in Bahrain. So pretty much palm trees and pools. That was pretty much my childhood. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, by the time I came back to the UK, um, I was being home educated, so I basically didn't get any of the standard qualifications whatsoever. No GCSEs, no A-levels, none of that stuff. Nice. Um, when I was 18, just went out, uh, got a job at the cinema. Then I floated around a bit, did everything from being a cleaner to retail to, you know, office work and all these kinds of things. And it just nothing fit. Sure. So I decided I wanted higher education. Uh, at that point, I took a fast track course, just sort of evenings after retail work in the day, um, just to get that chance to apply to universities. And uh, in the end, I went to University of East Anglia, which is in the east of England, uh, to take um, a course, um, bachelor's in film and television studies. I finished that and I went straight into a master's. I finished that and then I went near enough straight into a PhD, which I'm currently doing. However, whilst I was doing the masters, I had to support myself somehow. Sure, sure. And I sort of fell into a role with a close friend of mine uh, based in, in Dallas, Texas, or thereabouts, who was starting up a business on the back of her 18 plus years in HR. And this was sort of, you know, career services and resume writing and all these kinds of things. And I learned through that, I learned not just how to write resumes in ways that were pleasing and, you know, met all of that kind of requirement, but also met the requirements for, you know, what, what HR needs to see, what the employers need to see sure. in order to get through the barriers um, that the candidates of today face. So that was that sort of where it all began. And from that, I've just accumulated more and more and more knowledge. Um, also, in, also on the LinkedIn side and how profiles and LinkedIn profiles lead to the success of job searches as well and all that kind of thing. And started my own business. And essentially my ethos is uh, quality, expertise, results. <laughs> um, and yes you do get results but let's actually dive a little bit more into like what your services offer so um for everybody that's listening or tuning in i actually am looking for a job i'm currently unemployed no this is not my full-time 
gig. I would love it to be. I absolutely love doing the podcast, talking to dynamic people like Lucy. Um, however, I am looking for a position and I met Lucy through a, um, a mutual connection. And um, within probably 24 hours after her, she worked on my resume and my LinkedIn profile, I had gotten an interview with a position that I, I really coveted. So um, let's talk about the importance of like ATS because I don't think a lot of people understand how important that is these days. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's a huge factor with, with artificial intelligence and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So can you talk a little bit about that and your knowledge behind it? Sure, yeah. Um, so the ATS, um, which stands for Applicant Tracking System, is basically what recruiters, employers, HR is using nowadays to filter resumes. So this is a pro- this is a program. This is a almost like a database of sorts. It is it, its goal is to only allow the best of the best candidates in. Now it doesn't necessarily do this. That's the problem with this system. <laughs> what it does is it only allows certain people whose resumes are formatted the right way or who include the right keywords through. So this doesn't actually mean that the best candidates get through and that the, the best candidates get seen. This is one of the major problems with the ATS and with the, um, you know, with the automation of this whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially what, what it means is, say you've got an amazingly snazzy resume, it's got amazing colors, it's got a picture of you in the corner, it's got icons, it's got a pie chart that shows how successful you've been in your roles. Yeah. Um, it's, got, it's got all the bells and whistles. Yeah, this is probably not going to get through that the ATS. Yeah, I think that sounds like a little too convoluted. It, it is a bit convoluted, and and uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not a good idea. Also, never put a picture on your resume ever, ever. Just don't do that. Um, so, really quick, why why wouldn't you put a picture? Leads to discrimination. Um, um, so, yeah, so just yeah. in terms of you know you don't want someone you don't want to give someone a reason to say no you don't want them to say oh I don't like the expression on their face oh I don't like the look of them they they look they look dodgy to me so yeah <laughs> least of discrimination um, but quite apart from that any graphics any icons any of these kinds of things they will be auto rejected by the ATS so. All of that effort, all of the prettying of this resume will be completely wasted. So that's the first hurdle. So, you know, you need to have sleek but stripped down basic kinds of formatting in order to ensure that it'll pass properly into the ATS. You know, it needs to, it has very basic things. It's trying to grab names here, it's trying to grab a phone number there, it's trying to grab um, your experience and your skills and things if it doesn't have um if it can't properly read and understand the resume this is one of the main things that will you know not allow you to get through it so that's the first hurdle is that you know you have to have a basic enough format but then there's another hurdle (laughs) say you want to go for a marketing job and you're an amazing marketing person and you have loads of experience but on your resume, you do not have um, 
marketing and advertising, marketing management, social media marketing, all of these kinds of words, these key words. Then again, you will not get through the ATS once more because it is looking for high matches for the job spec that that is in mind. Sure. So once again, you will still not get through the ATS if you do not have the keywords as well as the right format. Now, suppose you have got a nice stripped down resume and your your marketing jobs and everything, you've written marketing several times throughout the thing. But suppose that you don't have it written quite enough times or you don't have quite the right titles in your past or, or you don't have quite the right kind of just not quite the right mix of things, then you will get through the ATS. So you'll be in there, you'll be in that sort of database. Sure. But you'll be way down here. (laughs) It's still matching to best possible matches up at the top. And HR aren't gonna start at the bottom. They're gonna start at the top of this list. So even then, even getting through the ATS, it does not guarantee you an interview unless you've got the right mix of these things just right. So this is where, this is why it's, this is why it's a struggle. <laughs> and well, I mean, it, it was very obvious with how, what you did for me and, you know, doing some of those changes on my resume, it, it would made a world of difference. Um, now let's talk about the LinkedIn side of things because you really kind of went through my resume or went through my LinkedIn profile with a fine tooth comb and uh, made some really significant changes that um, that really, I believe, helped me stand out for the position that I applied for. Yeah, yeah. So, so LinkedIn profile is, uh, it's actually been really fascinating just during the time that I've been building the business. Um, LinkedIn has become more and more and more critical, I think, because about ooh, six months ago, I guess, um, I did a couple of resumes for a couple of people. They didn't want anything else. They just wanted a really nice resume. Sure. Um, about two months, yeah, two months later, one of them came back to me and said, I really had no luck at all. Do you think it's the keywords? I don't know what it is, but I've had nothing. I said, huh, okay, well, before I change the keywords or anything, I, I need to know more about the job search and how you're running your job search. Uh, can you possibly give me some links to what you've been applying to? So they gave me links to what they'd been applying to. They were all LinkedIn job links. So I said, huh, okay. Yeah, so the reason that you haven't been getting anywhere is because it didn't really matter. (laughs) The resume didn't really matter. That's why you haven't been getting anywhere. Um, Because when it comes to LinkedIn jobs, which is a great and very useful tool, and I absolutely recommend it nonstop. um, But the problem with, with that is that it doesn't matter how good your resume is. LinkedIn jobs are first and foremost, I believe, checking your profile (laughs) they are checking your profile for the keywords and for the skill matches so think of it as the same thing with with an ats except they're look they're grabbing your profile first and then resume is secondary you'll still need that great resume in order to get anywhere in terms of getting towards an interview however first and foremost you know it's looking at that profile so so yes, it's becoming more and more and more critical, I'm finding. Um, and yeah, it's an amazing, amazing tool. Um, but there are some things that you need 
to ensure that you've got down. Now, first, first of these is obviously you need to have the skill set. So um, you need to make sure that down in the endorsable skills, you've got all the right kind of skills, things that uh, things that any role that you'd apply for would be looking for. Right. One of the great ways to do this is you could audit a whole bunch of uh, jobs on LinkedIn jobs, for instance, the kinds of things that you'd want to apply to. Look at look at the right hand side. They should say that some of the skills that they're looking for. Right. Make sure you've got those skills. It's yeah. as simple as that. Um, but there are a lot of there are a lot of parts to it, and it is complicated. <laughs> There's a whole lot to do with titling. Um, there's a whole lot to do with how many keywords are in the profile itself. So, you know, in the about section, you do need to still have those keywords. It's not just about the skills. It is about um, these things being throughout. And if you get this right, if you can get the mix of things right, what you essentially are able to do is create um, a sort of inbound flow. So, um, so recruiters are coming to you. You aren't having to go to them. Because recruiters, you know, that they have, you know, a billion things, a billion things to fill. They have a billion, they have jobs over here. They have jobs over here. The jobs coming out of their ears. They've got, you know, uh, someone breathing down their neck, wanting to hear something about these jobs all the time as well. So, you know, they can't, they can't always wait. They need to actively search sometimes for their candidates in order to get by. And the way they do this is they use LinkedIn. They search for the, for the candidates that they want. And, you come up in these searches if you have these things ticked you'll get up higher and higher and higher and you know there's there's so many things you know the amount of engagement that you get for having the right kind of titling um it's crazy you know you have over 70 percent more engagement for having a profile picture another 70 percent on top of that 70 percent if it's a smiling picture and it's clear that you're smiling and, and <laughs> there you go there you go this makes a difference so so yeah it's um <laughs> it's really it is increasingly quite critical because if you can just have something set up so that people are coming to you you're yeah. not even having to actively apply to things they're coming to you perhaps first perhaps with you know things that aren't even up yet you know you know that's that's your in to the hidden job market so well fingers crossed so if this this opportunity doesn't work out that that will start happening because that would be awesome fingers crossed so when i started working with you and, and the reason why i want to record with you because i i found it you the information that you are offering and that you help your clients through is so valuable and, and it was fascinating to me to learn. And I think I'm pretty knowledgeable about a lot of things, but mm -hmm. I definitely learned a lot more working with you and mm -hmm. you really take the time to work with your clients and give them the full benefit of what you offer. And I just thought that that was just amazing. And not only did you do such a great job, but you really just wanted, you care, you actually care about your clients and wanting them to, to get a, to get a job, get them placed and, and ha have them be successful. Can you tell us like what, why you feel that way and why you actually take that time to, to, to care? Um, well, I mean, yeah, I, I think I do care. I just want people to get the jobs that they want. Um, I don't know that there's any, you know, deep seated reason for it. Um, <laughs> I've been, you know, I've had jobs that I didn't like, obviously, before I went to uni. I didn't enjoy those. If someone had come up to me and said, hey, you know what, I could make, I could, I could give you a resume that will make 
all of these terrible jobs go away. Give you something much better. I've been, I'd have been very thrilled at that prospect. So, um, so that's probably a factor. But yeah, I just want people to get the opportunities because the problem is this isn't taught. Right. You know, this 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 stuff isn't taught. It's it should be, I believe, taught at taught at university level, perhaps. Sure. You know, I mean, there is university help, of course. You know, there are career services and all kinds of things that that all universities have. But in my experience and through the clients that I've been having, they tend to be about 10 years out of date. I think it yeah. seems to me that the, the advice being given is, is about 10 years out of date, um, which just means that it's not really catering for the ATS for all of these situations and, and for the, uh, and for LinkedIn and how useful that is. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that students aren't being told to get on LinkedIn. Of course they are, but mm. it is so much more complex than that. If they want to really get somewhere um, using LinkedIn as a platform, not just for searching, but, you know, to be found. Yeah. So, so that's, that's one of the things. So there's definitely a hole in the job, like in the job search area where people, like where there's not a lot of resources for people to go to actually so, I mean, you, I worked, you know, as I told you, I worked with someone before to help me, you know, streamline my resume, help me, you know, make a standout, what have you. And they didn't, they did a terrible job. And so for you, you actually have gained this knowledge that I think a lot of people are lacking. So this really makes you stand out and you offer a very unique service that, I mean, I've never experienced before. Well, thank you. And is this all self-taught? How have you learned how to, um, offer these services? Well, um, I think I think the thing that makes me a little bit different perhaps is that I was taught not just from a resume writer's perspective, um, which, you know, which is what helps me make sure that it actually looks presentable, that it looks attractive. And, mm -hmm. and actually it, it, there is a lot of research that suggests the way a resume looks does impact quite quite heavily on the type of response that you get because people in HR sort of get a they, they sort of quote that they get a feeling about someone based on what they see so you know if something's impeccable if something just looks like it's had that little bit more time um, they are more willing to engage so that's one part of how I was taught but it wasn't the only part I was also taught um, by my dear friend who who is so knowledgeable about HR. So I knew it sort of from both sides. I, I knew not just how to um, please clients, not just how to make things look pleasing, but how to make sure that it actually translates into a good chance of just getting in front of the hiring manager on the other end of it. And yeah, and I did, I just kept accumulating knowledge past that I think and, and loads of it has come through LinkedIn I, I have to say it's it's an amazing platform to educate yourself on yeah. so that's been a lot of it and and like you say it's 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 very tough it's tough that um it's tough that loads of people trust resume writers and and buy services that then turn out to not really get them where they need to be yeah. I do believe that there is an issue there because 
there's almost too too much information out there so anyone can start being a resume writer and and whatever they have looked at and however they've been certified it'll be different to someone else's type of certification there is no regulation here there is no kind of um there's no standard that's set and i think that that's maybe another area that you could add to your business and maybe offering Mm. classes for people that do what you do to to become better at offering those yeah yeah i'm definitely think i'm definitely considering it just because obviously you know it's 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 painful to see people who are trying so hard but maybe they just don't know the exact right way to help clients beat the ATS and and so many are so trying so so hard and it's just not quite working for them so I would love to help um to help resume writers get there as well but I do feel that you know some some resume writers are are quite extortionate that they're 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 really charging the earth for what for what they're providing and based on how many times I have redone ones that cost, you know, 600, 700, you know, even a thousand dollars, you know, and didn't get someone anywhere. I mean, sometimes they've made it worse because Uh, sometimes what they've done is they've produced one of the graphic style ones, which means that they just weren't being seen at all. Their previous one, which was very plain and not super pleasing perhaps and not great content wise at least would have got through the ATS and given someone a chance so so yes I do I do believe that that's where that's that's one of the things I started my ethos on I I wanted to be affordable I wanted to be within reach and it's been hard because as I got more and more results it was harder to balance you know my expertise with try with keeping this affordable because I want the maximum number of people possible to have access to to this because like I say there's just there's no regulation there's there's no education on it you know that it's it's very difficult people ask me sometimes where should I go to get a good idea of how I should do the resume better because I can't afford your services and I wish I could and I wish I had a website that I could definitely send them to but everywhere says something different and my, my pit bull wants to say hi if you guys can't hear him make an appearance occasionally sorry about that <laughs> i think that this is definitely an area where you could um expand your business i mean i think that's an opportunity for you because you are so knowledgeable and like mm-hmm. you said that there is no schooling or any any other types of resources besides someone like yourself that does mm-hmm. know that is a, not 10 years behind because yes I, I would agree i think that you're right that it is probably 10 years behind in, in regards yeah. to um what's being taught and what people think is mm. like acceptable i mean with how fast we move with technology you, you, you can't be 10 years behind because no. <laughs> i mean I, I get i get worried myself i think gosh am i going to get behind in like a year because because you know it does it does move and it changes so fast so yeah you have to keep on top of it and and you know and if you're going to if you're going to be someone who takes other people's money in order to try and get them to a place where, you know, possibly they're out of work or possibly they're in a bad situation, they need a better position to be in. Yeah. You know, if you're going to take money from these people, then you need to be educated and you need to know um, that you can get them there. So that's, 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 that's what, that's what I believe. That's what I work towards. And that's what I'm always aiming for. <laughs> With that being said, Lucy, 
please let the audience know if they need to like hire you or consult with you for your services, let them know where they can find you and reach you. Okay, so on LinkedIn, you can find me. That's where I where it feels like I spend all day every day. <laughs> so yes, that's uh, just linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Lucy Rivers. And if you want to go on my website, then that's www.riversresumeservices.com. Excellent. So I will put all these links in the body of the, the description of this episode. I'm going to start wrapping things up here, Lucy. Is there anything, any advice or any um, wisdom that you'd like to impart on the audience? Um, no, just, uh, just that I know that job searching in general is an absolute drain and it's terrible. It's demoralizing. Honestly, I think that that's you know, that this is part of the um, the automation process has actually made it that bit harder and more mentally taxing as well. So I understand. And you're not alone. Don't worry. <laughs> and keep going because you'll get there. You'll get That's there right. I love that. With that being said, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment and share. And I will be back very soon with more dynamic guests.